Welcome to Faith Family in the Force. I'm Annabeth. And I'm Oliver. Faith Family in the Force is a podcast about just that, our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver is in the Air Force. And on today's episode, we talk about friendship. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, guys. Welcome to Faith Family Force. I'm glad you guys are here to join us. We are going to be talking about friends today. And how to make them. Yes, but not the TV show, obviously. Um, So we're going to be talking about what we think are some successful techniques and generalities and just essentially how to make friends when you move to a new place or you start something new and go on new adventures. And so you're not just doing it lonely, you know? Yeah. And I think this can apply to a lot of people because most people move at some point in their lifetime, but specifically military, you're probably going to move at least a handful of times. Absolutely. So where should we start? I think we should kind of just start where we started and tell our story a little bit about Columbus and how we made friends there first. All right. So our first duty station as a married couple and kind of outside of college and stuff was Columbus Air Force Base in Mississippi. It's a pilot training base. It's where I went to pilot training and stuff. So I was very fortunate. So this is kind of a unique situation. I knew a lot of people who were going to be in my pilot training class from uh, my college I went to. And so we had, I had, didn't have to struggle to find friends or acquaintances or people to do stuff with, you know, Annabeth and I are also the type of people we like doing stuff on our own and everything, but we also really thrive and strive for fellowship. So we go to Columbus and we go to church. We go out occasionally, you know, Friday night, Saturday nights to have a good time. This was before Jude. Um, I also am working a lot and stuff. So kind of we're hitting all the faucets, faucets, <laughs> the facets of social life, you know, from where you're going to find friends is work, church, going out and just randomly meeting people and just interest groups. Yeah. So I, I think I've said this maybe on the podcast on older seasons before, but going to Columbus, we were only a couple hours from our hometown and our parents and family. And I was working like a town over in West Point at a church. And so when I, when originally when I thought about us going there, I didn't really think about making a ton of friends from like other spouses that were going to be there. Um, just because I was like, oh, we're in Mississippi. We're close to my family. I'm going to be traveling and seeing, you know, family and friends that I know around the area. And I'm going to be working in West Point at the church. Like I'll make friends there. But I didn't think I would make a ton of great friends from Oliver's work. Right. So a lot of times there's a stigma depending on like what squadron you're in that the um, people who are in the military, the, in the squadron, they're like their wives, like have to be friends and stuff. Um, I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, obviously I think everyone should just get along in general and be amicable and stuff. I think that holds true. However, like for our case, what had happened was I was going on a TDY for an additional part of my training to Colorado with two of my other buddies and we were all just in the same situation. We all had wives and they actually all look similar too. It's kind of funny. All our wives 
look similar and they're all friends now. So that's where the story is going. But we were going to on a TDY to Colorado. And so we were just like, why don't we get our wives to hang out? And we just literally gave them phone numbers to each other. And we're like, hey, we're we're going. We're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. You guys just need to at least go out to dinner and hang out because the guys, we enjoyed being together and stuff. And we're kind of united from work and from college and whatnot. Yeah. So I will say it worked out perfectly. We all became really best friends. So awesome. But I want to say is like husbands or spouses that are in the military and you know like other your friends that have spouses also like don't be afraid to like set your wife up with another wife on a blind date basically like that's what Oliver did and so like don't be afraid to do that especially like because I didn't know anybody and Oliver did know other people and so it kind of just worked out and it wasn't I mean he didn't for they didn't force us to hang out but they kind of did or they made it a lot easier like set it up and encouraged it and it worked out so like it was a huge blessing so I I appreciated that Um, and so sometimes if you know people in the area and your wife or husband doesn't you have to do something along those lines to help them out yeah so and plus the guys we were going to hang out regardless if our wives were going to hang out so that kind of was just going to happen naturally Mm -hmm. and I would advise people and tell people like you just kind of, you're amicable with your work friends and there's not always an expectation to hang out outside of work and become friends, but it's kind of nice when you really get to know people and you can love on them and just be there for them and their struggles and happiness and they can for you when you start to mold a friendship and everything like that. Yeah, but that's a good uh, question is how do you know when you meet someone at work or at church or wherever, how do you know, oh, I want to be friends with them or I want to keep this just like we're work friends. We're not going to hang out outside of work. We're not going to really hang out outside of whatever activity we're doing together. Yeah, that's tough because I think the easy answer is to just like, you don't know until you try, right? Like you're not going to know what you have in common until you actually sit down and talk about it or do an activity together that forces conversation besides your normal work conversation or whatever your similar interest group conversation is. But for me, I am more likely to make friends with somebody if we have like one or two similar interests and we're both kind of passionate about it. Like we have the same kind of, we're like playing the same game, not, not like a video game or anything, but like we can talk on the same level and I don't feel like I'm, it's just, it's a good, it creates a back and forth conversation much easier. So if the conversation can go along smoother and easier, or we're just really interested in a topic together, it's more likely that I'm going to want to like hang out with that person in a friend capacity or now it's now like, oh, that person has a kid the same age as Jude. Like, I don't really care about how much they're like talking and stuff. Now we mostly talk about parenting techniques and church and just those different, our interests change, I guess is probably what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think one thing you, just, you like all we're saying, you, you're not going to know until you try, but 
if you continually see the same person like at the gym every day and y'all have started to get to be acquainted acquaintances while you're there and have a good relationship within that and you think I really I think I really want to be friends with them but you're nervous like just ask them like ask them to hang out outside of work outside of the gym or outside of, you know, whatever. And I mean, the worst they can say is no, but honestly, they're probably going to say yes. And especially for military spouses and specifically wives, like we're all kind of in the same boat. We're all new, you know, have been new or are the new person, all trying to make friends and have people to hang out with, have people to watch your kids, your dogs, be your emergency contact, whatever. So I think just go for it and ask to hang out and they're probably going to say yes. For sure. I, you're preaching right there. That was good. (laughs) I like that. Um, I really believe if you like sweat with another person, like if you're doing an activity (laughs) and this kind of will segue into like things to do to make new friends and activities and stuff like that. But if you're doing an activity in which you're sweating together and there's kind of like a, I wouldn't say it's almost nerdy to say a team building activity, but I think there's some, there's some goodness there to get your heart rate up and sweat and accomplish a goal, whether it's like a game or something. Yeah. I would say not necessarily getting out of your comfort zone, but something that's going to like loosen you up where you're going to be laughing. Like you're going to, I don't know, be silly and just feel like you can be yourself and usually a game or something outdoors or even going out to eat, whatever is going to make you feel comfortable will help with that. I think don't go to a movie (laughs) because you're going to, I just think it's funny. Like, uh, we're going to talk about this on a later podcast. I want to at least is about like dating and like talking about some of the best and worst dates we've ever had and going to a movie for like, even for a friendship type thing is just, you're just going to sit there and watch the movie. Like maybe and you don't even get to know that person that well, but I would say like doing like a loose activity involving food and then involving some kind of attention grabbing, um, thing, whether that's a mini golf, something you don't have to really focus on, but can just kind of be going on in the background besides a movie. Yeah, for sure. So we I asked on Instagram where people make their friends when they move and kind of the options were your work, church, your neighbors, or other. And the biggest answers were church and work and then other. And I thought it was kind of interesting the least amount of answer was your neighbors. So what do you think about that? Honestly, I think it's probably because of the demographics of our people who responded on Instagram because, and just younger people in general, right? Like Annabeth and I are, we know our neighbors who live on our right and our left. We know our neighbors on our right because I have a kid that's the same age as Jude almost. And we actually see them all the time just in passing. So we're very friendly with them, but we've never like gone in their home. Jude's gone in their garage by accident when he's trying to play with toys, but... Um, then our other neighbors, it's just they're they're kind of new to the neighborhood and they're younger like us. Uh, so there's definitely just natural like a chance it, for friendship. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, yeah, I would say that just younger people are less likely to go to their neighbor and like hang out and whatnot. And well, that's what I wanted to tell a story about our new neighbors that moved in. They wrote these cute little cards and dropped them in. Um, 
just, I guess, a couple doors down and on each side and across the street um, to all the neighbors around them and said, you know, this is who we are. This is what we do. We moved from this location where, you know, military, all of that, and just kind of introducing themselves. And I just thought that was such a cute idea and a great way to get to know your neighbors and, you know, have the potential to make friends in your neighborhood. Absolutely. And it was funny because I told Annabeth when they bought that house, like, cause the first sale sign. And of course, if you're like us, you're kind of nosy neighbors wanting to know what everything's going on in the neighborhood. And I told them when they like, I told Annabeth, I was like, babe, you need to do something. You need to write a note and be there, be like the cute thing to do. And they beat us to it. So a little sad about that, but But now if we ever move, I'm definitely going to steal that idea. Cause I just think that's a great idea. A great way to get to know your neighbors and break the ice. For sure. And like to wrap up the neighbor thing, I think it's, I think it's worth meeting your neighbors, especially if you live in a like traditional neighborhood or even an apartment, because I mean, they, they know your pattern of life. They know when you normally go to work and stuff so they can help you and just kind of create a blanket of security, um, take that for what it's worth. But I think we kind of all rely on each other. Yeah. And Oliver did tell like our neighbors to the right of us when he was deploying and stuff and like they didn't have to do anything while he was gone, but it was good for them to just be aware of that in case something happened and I needed help or, you know, our house was on fire. (laughs) Well, I hope they would help no matter if you were deployed or not, if our house is on fire, but you know what I mean? Just, it's good to have that relationship. Even if you're not super close friends hanging out, it's still good to, I think, to have a good relationship with your neighbors. Absolutely. Okay. So for church, that was a really popular answer. Um, I think it was the, what, the second most popular one, probably? I think it was the top one. The top one. Yeah. So what is your thought on, like, how do you make friends at church? Because maybe you're new to an area because you just PCS there, you just moved there, or you haven't found a church, or you've been hopping around different churches, and you don't want to completely invest in the church yet, or you don't want to invest in the people yet because you're like, oh, I don't know, like... I need to help making friends. What would you say, Annabeth? Well, one good thing, a lot of churches in military areas will have military groups, like small groups that meet um, so you can get to know people. And then I don't know any church now that doesn't have some sort of small groups or community groups or whatever that you can join, um, which is a great way to get to know people and make friends because it can be awkward especially if you're going to like a somewhat larger church you could walk in every Sunday and people are usually friendly and will say hi and then you go to the service and people you know you walk out and they say bye have a good week and that could be it you know you could never get any deeper with anybody on that level just because sometimes that's how it goes you know um and so I think you have to kind of make an effort. And if you're sitting around the same people every week, just start talking to them. Or like I said, joining a group is super helpful. And then also I, I have made more friends at the church since I've been volunteering. So that's always a good option. For sure. I think the, the big thing here with church is to 
be you have to get out of your comfort zone. If you are constantly waiting for someone to come up to you and initiate conversation or an invitation, it's not going to happen. You're just going to be disappointed. Um, and it shouldn't necessarily be that way. Hopefully you're in a church and people come up and tell you like, Hey, like come to our meeting, you know, Sunday morning before church next time. And we can tell you more about church and get you plugged in. Like ideally that's the perfect world. Right. But we don't live in a perfect world. And I would strongly suggest like, you have to just be like, okay, I want to make some friends because I'm bored and like I'm new here and I just want to figure life out and I don't want to do it alone. And I think church is like, I think I'm glad it was the number one answer, you know, because that's awesome um, and good on our viewers for, or I guess listeners for, uh, you know, realizing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just reach out because I don't know any church that doesn't want people that are coming to their church to get plugged in and get more involved. So just go ask. And I promise you, Somebody, whoever you ask, will be excited to help you and get you plugged in somewhere. For sure. Okay, so I kind of want to hop back on the military thing. Mm -hmm. What do you think about military spouses? um, Like kind of like, have you heard bad stories or like good stories and drama? And like, can you talk about some of that and about from stuff you've heard like just tension between military spouses because think about just the cultural differences, right? Like the military has a wide girth of culture. There are people from, you know, the West coast, to the East coast to very far North, very far South, all over the place. And so you have a lot of, I guess, heat maybe in the spousal community. Yeah. Unfortunately you hear a lot of bad stories, but I think for every bad story I've heard, 20 good ones, you know? Um, and I think it seems to be changing and getting to be a better culture. I think a lot of people, a lot of, um, I don't know, military members, but also a lot of spouses are working hard to change that and to do better. And I'm really happy about that. And hopefully we're like a part of the good change. Um, but I think a lot of it is a couple of things. You do so many things in the military with like your unit or your squadron or whatever, you know, you want to call it or whatever it's called for you. Um, like so many things. And you always have the Christmas party and events and just everything getting together and hanging out. And so on the one hand, that's really nice and good because you get to see people get to know other people, other wives. Um, and that can work out perfectly if you like them and you want to make that friendship deeper. But sometimes you just don't like y'all don't click, you don't vibe like, and that's okay. And that's what I want to say is you don't have to be best friends with all the other wives that are in you know, your husband's squadron and it's okay. Like, I think you do, you should be able to hang out together because you're going to see each other and be nice to each other and don't make it like, don't have drama, all of that. Like just be adults about it. But just because y'all, your husband has the same job and they're getting deployed at the same time, doesn't mean you have to be best friends and hang out. Like you can make friends other places. And so I think you just have to navigate that and, 
use wisdom and just kindness, like no matter what. For sure. I've never heard anyone who's been like, oh, I can't stand that girl because she's too kind. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head with that. And it's, it's tough from the military member side, like from my perspective, because most of like the guys just get along anyways because we work together or the people in the military, we get along anyways, we work together, we do this, have the same common objectives. We have a ton of interest through work that we um, have in common. And then we're like, but we want our spouses to like be friends because I'm friends with their husband and, you know, the people in the military. And so I would uh, tell, you know, our military members listening who have a spouse that's not in the military, I'd be like, don't push it, but obviously like don't, and you know, enable it to also be a factor, like be like, Hey, let's make it some casual, nothing, you know, nothing crazy. And the um, squadrons, like we have tons of events and I would suggest going to those events. Now you don't have to go to every single one of them, but I think it's good for the military member and it's good for the spouse and the families to have a show of force and the air force is done. I can speak from the air force perspective and in general, the DOD, we've done like a really good job about including families and making it family centric because like businesses and the military, and you need to recognize that that's a huge part at the end of the day, like your career is going to end one day, like you're going to fly your last flight, but you want to go home and see your family. Like you hope your family's still there at the end of a 20 year career, however long it is. And that's super, super important. And a lot of that can be helped and made stronger through friendships, whether it's in the military or whether you go to church, or if you go just the good old fashioned, you go out to a bar or whatever, and you're talking over some drinks and you make become friends with somebody like, you know, I've done that actually a couple of times. It's really funny how it works out most of the time, but yeah. And whatever, like if you're interested in rock climbing, like go to a rock climbing gym, you'll probably make a friend, you know, or if you're interested in, I don't know, surfing, like go surfing, you're going to see other surfers probably and you can make friends. So whatever it is, whatever your interest is, just notice the people around you that are also doing it, you know? Um, I had one other thing and now I'm forgetting. Oh man, I got a stall so she can remember guys. But I, I think it's funny because so I used to, I was a college cheerleader and I worked out a ton. Um, and I'm just a side tangent on just like acquaintances versus friends. I would go to the gym like at the same time every day, like four 30 in the morning to five 30 in the morning. And I would see the, you know, the same seven or eight people in there. And we would all do that like head nod thing, you know, that guys always do in the gym. And like, we knew we were like the gym rats of the morning and we always, we had like a respect for each other and we talked to each other in the gym, but we like would never talk to each other outside of the gym. So don't be like that. Be friends outside of whatever interest group or um, common activity that you're doing. So did I stall long enough? Awesome. Here you go. Okay. So one thing, we talked about this uh, before and now I'm remembering. So especially with the military, you can be in a location so short of a time. So is it worth it to make friends at every location? The answer is yes, absolutely. It doesn't feel like that, especially if you're only going to be there for a year or two years, depending on your assignment. But the other people who are doing the same thing as you are thinking the exact same thing. 
do I invest time and energy and effort into becoming friends? Because let's be real, like it takes time, energy, and effort, and you have to be selfless about certain things. And you can't tell me that's not going to make you a better person at the end of the day. Like we build each other up, and I think that's super important. However, like don't let a time constraint and a date in the future be the like end all be all. Because if we had done that, like I don't think we would have made friends in a lot of locations who have become life-changing friends and just influencers in our lives. Yeah, yeah I have a couple of things. One, it's awesome to make friends. Um, I think it's worth it no, no matter what. And it's cool now because we have made lifelong friends that live all over the country that we can go and visit and will come visit us. And so that's just, I think that's just so cool. And for Jude to grow up with that perspective of knowing he has friends in, you know, Kansas and France and Arizona and California, you know, it's just awesome because I don't think I grew up like that too much, maybe a little bit, but not like, you know, not like Jude will. And then um, the second thing is I heard this one time on a podcast forever ago, and it just changed the way I thought about this. And I heard it like when we were very new into the military, or I was. And I just thought it changed my perspective on it. And it said, the person said, um, when you move to a new place, just act like you're not going to move away from there. Like, don't say, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to coach these kids in basketball because I'm going to move next year. Oh, I don't want to be a leader of the small group because we're going to move in a couple years. Or, oh, I don't want to even like change things in my house because I'm just going to sell it or I'm just going to, you know, rent it or, you know, whatever in a few months. Like, don't do that because you're selling yourself short. Like you're going to miss out on so much instead say, just act like you're not going to move and take the time that you are there to make friends, to invest in the community, to better yourself and help others better themselves. And I promise you it's going to be worth it. Um, and I think, I don't know. What do you think? I'm talking a lot. (laughs) No, it's so good. I mean, I, I'm thinking about wrapping up because that was awesome. And it really does come down to that is you as a person who wants to make friends and has that, you know, that feeling in your heart, like, wow, I'm, I am kind of lonely. I don't have a lot going on. And I have, whether you're working or like, you're like, oh, I can handle some more people in my life. I'm ready to give out some of my energies I can give and I can take, you know, um, I think that's, So once you realize that and you go through like this thought process of like, oh, I want to have some friends, don't, don't be the one who is just receiving, like you got to go, you got to do it. And the time limit is just a huge thing, especially for the military. Like, yeah, you're going to move and people are going to move, but I'd rather make friends with somebody over a good year and spend a lot of time, energy and into that and help them move. Because I know in the future, like, okay, that person, like, I can still be friends. And not a huge social media fan. Like, if you want to listen to me go all crazy on it, we can. But, like, with today with Facebook and Instagram and social media in general, 
that you can still keep up with your friends who move to Kansas or California when you live on the other side of the U.S. You can keep up with them enough to be like, hey, like I'm actually PCSing near your base. Like, can you help me out? Yeah, for sure. And another thing I just remembered is don't, (laughs) uh, I think a lot of people in the military are just when you're moving in general do this and they wait, they are like, yeah, we're just moved here. We're going to get involved. We're going to make friends or whatever. Then they're there, you know, for two, three years. And those last six months, they're like, okay, we're about to move in six months, done making friends, don't want to make any, like we're starting to, we're on our way out. So I don't want to make any new friends. And I actually read an article about by a military wife about this happening. And she had, you know, however many months before they were PCSing. And she was like, I was done making friends. I did not want to make a new friend and then have to leave them and you know, that be a hard thing to do and miss out, you know, like not get to hang out with them when I just made the friend. And then she actually, you know, in the military, there's always new people coming in. So as long as you're at a base, I think you should be helping the new people that are coming in. Like, even if you're about to move because they need that, somebody did that for you, hopefully. And you need to do that for them as long as you can. And so she ended up telling the story that, she, you know, met a new person that had moved there and they became best friends. And then, you know, six months later she PCS, but like they're still friends today. And so you never know like what God has in store for you. Even if you're only going to be somewhere for three months, like you might meet a lifelong friend. So just try it, you know, be open to it. Absolutely. You guys, and I about just knocked it out of the park this afternoon, y'all. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Just be the kind of friend that you want to, you, you, you need in your life, you know, be the kind of friend you need in your life and don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and just go for it. Just do it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week.